and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations. We need to record these things earlier in the day. The problem is it's quite late at night. (laughs) I just, I'm sorry, you're like, Trash or Treasure. That was excellent. <laughs> Sorry, I've lost it. What did we read, Amy? You're in charge. We read... Wow, 2024 starting really strong. It we is. read The Barefoot Baroness by Joan Smith, which is another of, uh, like, early last year, Tara from Canada gave us a big sort of list of Joan yes, Smith. Yes, that's right, to, which we're been, working our way through. Chipping our way through when the mood Because we us. read Aunt Sophie's Diamonds and we're like, this was terrible, and everyone was like, no, no, you need a curated list. So... Working our way through the curated list. Mm -hmm. So, Kimberly, do you want to do the spoiler-free recap? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I can do that. This is a Regency romance. Well done. So, in this one, we follow... Laura. Thank you. And she and her mother are not... Well, they're slightly impoverished gentry that live in a little town. In Cornwall. In in Cornwall or something. And she gets a letter from her... So, uh, many years ago or whatever, Laura... Laura? Yes. Mm -hmm. Went and had her season in London. She did not go well. It did not go well. She does not remember it positively. She was like, no, thank you. She didn't really make any connections. No, it was kind of a waste. And she also really felt the the kind of pressure and and the guilt of how much money it had cost her mum to do that. So she gets her mother gets a letter from a cousin or relative or whatever saying that the Baroness Olivia Olivia a young lady and due to some kind of rule of inheritance has inherited a title and a whole bunch of land and a tin mine and all these kinds of things. There are a couple of those titles. There's a female duke title. That's awesome. I want to read a book about that. That exists in the UK. At any rate, so she is a baroness in her own right, and she needs to, she's come of age and needs to go to London. And basically the the cousin, the aunt who's contacted them and said, we're going to London for the season, has asked... Laura and her mother to come along as well. Because Laura's very experienced. She's in a she's season. had a season. She knows we can use all of her contacts, don't you know? And so Laura's a little bit concerned about that, but agrees to go because it's obvious that her mum really wants to go and the Baroness will be footing the bill. So they meet her and she is pleasant and lovely and very sweet and innocent and just very excited to be here. She's not a ravishing beauty, which is what Laura thought was gonna kind of be the way of things that, you know, she would have all sorts of people throwing themselves at her. And she lacks polish because she is from, I want to say like Manchester or something, Liverpool. Cornwall. They're all from Cornwall. All she, from yeah, Cornwall? That's why she has tin mines. Oh, right. Whatever. I didn't know oh, that well, they no, had no. tin mines Sorry, Laura is geology, Kimberly. Laura's not quite as far as Cornwall, but they're like on oh, the Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew she wasn't as far as, like, the Baroness is from yeah, The Baroness away. is ways away, which is why they have that ridiculous travelling carriage. Correct. And so I forgot about that. And so they turn up to pick them up on their way to London. The aunt has terrible back trouble, which is a recurring plot point, and they have this enormous old-fashioned travelling carriage. Travelling chariot. It's, like, with massive springs. It takes up all of the road. Requires, like, eight horses to pull it. And they have to be, like, farm horses. They can't be, like, real goers. And And their maximum speed. is like, seven miles a day. It's, like, four miles an hour or something, and I looked it up and was like, 
could jog faster than that. <laughs> yes, yeah. And so, like, it's big enough that they can have a folding table put up between them. And, and Laura and her mother are both like, this is like being in a drawing room. Anyway, so they, off they go to London for the season, blocking the roads for miles all around. By the time they get to London, their uh, fame of the carriage has preceded them because they blocked most of the yes. aristocracy on the roads. Trying to get into London for the season. So basically... Very early on in the season, they run into, almost on their first day in London, they run yep. into a man called Mr. Meadows, whose aunt lives in the same little village that Laura lives in. And so she has, like, some small acquaintance of him. But that small inqu- acquaintance is kind of magnified by now being in the capital and so far from home and both of them not knowing very many people. And the Baroness is very much set to make a stir mm-hmm. because she is a, such a catch, right? She has so much money and, like, so she's an incredible heiress and blah, 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 blah. Mr. Meadows is a bit excited to, you know, get get to meet her before anyone in the ton has. His mother's excited about it, blah, blah, blah. So, basically, Laura has the Baroness and the, her aunt kind of pressuring her to sort us out. We need to... We need, to buy a mount and we need to do this and we need to do that and who do we ask to do these things and can I just go to Tattersell's and no 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 um, they're like no no a gentleman has to do that for you so she kind of gets Mr. Meadows gets Mr. Meadows to help them with all of these things and arrange all of these things for them and so he kind of becomes a part of their party and becomes quite smitten with the Baroness in the kind of course of that he is able to introduce them to the just most important man in the season this season Lord Hyatt Lord he was Hyatt. a portrait painter, yes. taking the ton by storm. And so he went to school with him or something and has some small acquaintance with him and is able to introduce the ladies. And the Baroness immediately decides she must have her portrait done by Lord Hyatt because it's it's all the crack, right? Yeah. And she is very obsessed with this idea of being all the crack. She wants, she wants to do a London season properly. And she just worships Laura because she's done it before and she must know the way, blah, blah, blah. Hyatt agrees and they start this kind of but he wants to paint her in her kind of natural complementary sort plen- of yeah out in the outdoors and she as they're kind of in Hyde Park at one point comments that she would love to be able to take off her shoes and just run through the grass as she might do at home in Cornwall and so he is like oh and I'll paint you barefooted so she hence the title and basically through that process, Laura obviously has to chaperone, so she spends more time with Lord Hyatt as he's doing these paintings, and they kind of hit it off and he becomes quite kind of just engaged by her and interested in her and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the Baroness is attracting all sorts of people and is deciding that Mr. Meadows and Laura are a bit boring and yep. old, and wouldn't it be great if she could just, like, hang out with some of the young goers? And so she kind of is getting very much She gets led run astray. She gets led right astray and starts getting swept up in kind of all of the frippery of the season. That's kind of it. I can't think of anything else that I should mention. Is there anything else I should mention? It's sort of about, like, in that Joan Smith way, it's actually not really about the main No, there's not a lot of character. other things going on. It's about the quiet friend friend mm. and the her sort of journey of sort of growth and yeah and Laura love. does have quite a lot of growth it's not simply that she's quiet and off to the side and mm. when someone notices her then they see her finally and blah 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 it's it is more than that the baroness is very popular and by extension so is Laura and that's a very different 
season than the one she experienced all those years ago. Anyway, that's kind of it. Amy, what did you think of the Barefoot Baroness? I thought it took me a while to warm up. It was a, it was much slower than a bunch of them at beginning. Mm, sure. I didn't particularly like Olivia that much, particularly once mm. London starts going to her head. I mostly wanted just to slap her. Uh, and I didn't really care quite so much for her narrative. I wanted to spend a lot more time with Laura and Hyatt because I really liked them. Yeah. I always, she, Joan Smith does that conversation between the two sort of, you know, main Mature people quite Have the well. same, like, yeah. quality of intellect really well she does i loved the imagery of the turtle which is what the traveling carriage gets called and yes it's sort of why the barefoot baroness she arrives in london london and everyone's like oh she's the wealthy eccentric mm. so her fame precedes her and everyone wants to know her um and i loved how that kept popping up and i and just I also... wanted i googled what they looked like so oh, i could get a picture in so my cute. head it's like cinderella's pumpkin carriage that's what, what i pictured yeah. the domed kind of top i also liked the kind of study of the just complete pointlessness of the ton that Joan Smith does so well. it really was that. That idea that you are important and famous and therefore worth knowing because someone decided that was the case, that it's so mercurial and so... And that because they were like, oh, well, she's, you know, she's eccentric, then the vulgarity of, you know, the fact that Olivia thinks that, well, if you have money, you should have 15 ruffles on your gown. Yes. And it's very poor form just to have a simple untrimmed gown, even though that's actually more stylish, gets seen as being, oh, eccentricity. Exactly. Whereas if she didn't have that wealth, it would be seen as vulgarity. Exactly. So once I started to warm up to it, like once it became clear that, you know, the main characters were Laura and Hyatt. I started to find it quite pleasant. It's not my favourite Joan Smith. Fair enough. I didn't think a huge amount happened in it. Yeah, that's, I was like, what else do I have to tell you about? Nothing. I think that's it. There were little cute little moments. Like, I really like the aunts. Like, my back hurts, bored that she kept yeah, needing and that. having the chats with other people about mm-hmm. their sore backs. But it's not the Joan Smith that I will go back to read. There's others that I liked a lot more yeah, that I will true. read instead of this. So... It's I was a bit eh, 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 about it. Fair enough. I don't think it sits in my treasure pile. That's okay. It doesn't have to. What about you? Uh, I didn't mind it. Okay. I think it was what I needed in the moment. Did that you I find it slow it. to yes, start up? I found it slow, okay, and not, not just, just to start up. I found it slow in places. Throughout. I thought there were lots of little bits that were slow. I liked their friendship, Joan Smith Wright's friendship, really nicely, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. I liked the Baroness's journey. I didn't particularly like her. But okay. she was so young. I do find myself far more able to forgive silliness if it goes hand in hand with youth or inexperience. You know what I mean? Everyone that gets person to be... is different at the end. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And I felt like she was. She matured and will probably be an okay person by the end of the day. Yes, I agree, particularly if she goes back to the country. Anyway, I really like that. Even though she was a snurt, I thought she was – I liked the journey she went on. I thought it was clever and witty in the way that Joan Smith novels always are. Him being an artist, I really expected to get on my nerves and just be – because he – I didn't like him to begin with, Hyatt – it took me a little while to warm up to yep, him. Yeah, I agree. He was a bit, I was like, ooh. 
I was like, I'm Ooh. not going to want a whole book of this. And I but just... It was like the painting version of his lordship in Imprudent Lady. Yes, that's exactly right. So in the way that he was a writer and artist in that sense. And she... very, you know, the, the top of the ton because yes. of that. And Hyatt was very good, but then also took it very seriously as well. So I like the way that Joan Smith does that, gives people a purpose and a um, a profession mm. and then and like an occupation to... and allows it to actually inform their character rather than just a thing that she tacks on. So, no, I thought it was good. I agree with you. I don't think I'll ever – when I want this particular kind of relationship, I will go back to Imprudent Lady. Yeah. And so I don't think it's or in my treasure pile. The um, Wigs and Tories. What was that one called? Sweet and Sweet Twenty. Sweet and Twenty. Or the one where um, not Tea and Scandal. What is the one where? Oh, maybe it is Imprudent Lady. What is the one where? Yeah, because she writes the column in secret. No, what is the one where she writes this column in secret? Escapade. Escapade. I loved Escapade as well. So I think that's the problem. Is this is not. The best. The best. And we've read some real crackers. It's yeah. better than Aunt Sophie's Diamonds. That's oh, my God. Sure. Of course it is. And if someone was like, I've read every Joan Smith, should I bother with... Wow, that person's amazing. There's like 700 there's of like them. There's like 700 of them. But if she was like, should I then bother with this one? Of course you should. And I don't think that it doesn't belong on a list of 20 that I would recommend. If I was going to li- if I was going to recommend 20 Joan Smiths to someone, this would make that list. But if I was going to recommend one book or four books for you to read, it, it, it would be, not yeah. make that list. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed it. It was all right. I probably don't need to ever read it again. And on that note... Thank you so much for spending some of your time with us. Ooh. Join us again next week. We'll bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read. And until then... Happy reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.